DeLon Wright is bought out by the Washington Wizards and headed to South Beach to become a member of the Miami Heat. And we're going to do mid-season grades for Denny Avia, Bilal Koulibaly, Corey Kispert, and Johnny Davis. So rock with me tonight, y'all, next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again, and I appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. So uh, we're going to talk about DeLon Wright. He was bought out, formerly by the Washington Wizards, and pending clearing waivers is headed to South Beach to become a member of the Miami Heat. And we're going to do mid-season grades for Denny, Bilal, Corey, and Johnny Davis. So let's get right into it. Uh, DeLon Wright was formerly bought out by the Washington Wizards, and pending clearing waivers uh is headed to miami to become a member of the miami heat so let me start by saying thank you for your service delon uh definitely pre- uh definitely enjoyed you here in dc um very under the radar move very important under the radar move uh when uh tommy shepherd brought him here on a two-year deal um high level defense leadership on the second unit uh his ability to shoot from three point um when he went down for injury last year he definitely showed how important he was because overall team defense especially on the second unit definitely got worse um so again he came here did his job and i definitely a hat goes off to delon Wright. a very under the radar but very important move and it, it goes to prove that not every major move for organizations are your high profile players sometimes role guys who come in and do their job right can be very very important pieces to your organization so definitely want to see delon Wright go to miami and chase that ring so delon Wright is formally bought out by the washington wizards and pending clearing waivers Headed to Miami, become a member of the Miami Heat. So uh, let's let's slide into mid-season grades. Uh, we are going to grade the Wiz kids tonight, which is Denny Avia, Bilal Koulibaly, Corey Kispert, and Johnny Davis. So we're going to start with Denny Avia. Um, so Denny this year is averaging 13.8 points a game, 3.8 assists, and 6.6 rebounds. So let's get into the pros first. Well, the pros, well, number one, we know what he can do defensively. And definitely an elite level defender, in my opinion, um, has been. You know, he's definitely that guy on the defensive end. But what is the one thing we've always been just waiting on when it comes to Denny? His offensive side. Definitely a consistent offensive side to him. Um, so he's finally doing that. He's, in my opinion, he is finally breaking out offensively. Um, the things that I like that I like to see with him with Denny is, I mean, number one, not hesitant to take that three-point shot. Um, you know, his three-point shot, he's not hesitant to take that shot. He is definitely, I mean, if you look at that 43-point game, I mean, he his shot release has gotten so much faster. Um, his aggressiveness attacking the basket. I mean, he's drawing fouls. He's attacking the basket. I mean, he's attacking the basket. He's dunking on folk. I mean, he is, I love what I see from him when it comes to his three-point shooting and his ability to not only attack the basket, but to draw fouls. What are the cons? Well, obviously, he still needs to work on his left hand. Um, at mid-range game, I definitely want to see him you know, get more consistent with a mid-range, mid-range game, you know, pulling up, hitting those mid-range shots. And, I mean, arguing with with uh, with officials. Um, Very often than not, you know, when he's arguing with officials, it'll be you, – you'll be at the other end of the court, and it'll be a five-on-four game. He's got to short it up. There's a time and place to talk to officials. And in transition, ain't one of them. You know, he's got to get better at that. But, man, the pros are – I mean, I love what I see from Denny. He is 
definitely finally breaking out. Because like I said, his three-point shot, that release is faster. It's more fluid. Um, he's less hesitant to take it. I mean, his ability to attack the basket. And two other areas that I really like him, Denny, man. Rebounding. His rebounding numbers. I mean, again, he's averaging 6.6 rebounds. Um, and his vision. I definitely think that, you know, obviously Tyus Jones, you know, he's the, he's the floor general. He's the point guard. Um, but could they run the offense through Denny? Absolutely. And they have been doing that. You know, his his vision is out of this world, man. And his ability to find guys and be in his passing abilities have been very impressive. So I definitely think that they need to start running the offense through Denny. And I think that your top two ball handlers should be obviously Tyus Jones, but Denny Avia, man, they should definitely run the offense offense through Denny, man. So um he he's he's definitely impressed me. Like I said, his biggest thing going into the season, and obviously last year we we kind of expected a breakout season last year because he was working with Drew, um, uh, Drew Hanlon, and we definitely thought that the shot's going to come around. And you know, obviously, you know, he's got things to work on still on offense offensively, but he's breaking out offensively also. I mean, his three point shot is money. Um, his again attacking the basket, drawing fouls, the vision, the rebounding, he is becoming a, a weapon on the offensive end, man. So, you know, we know he can defend, but now we know Denny can play some ball, man. He could definitely, definitely um, um, shoot the ball now, man. And he's definitely a threat on the offensive side. Now, what I, you know, where do you go from here is the question. Now, to me, it's two things. You know, you got to ask yourself, what is the ceiling now? You know, and that's the thing. You know, how do you go from starter to all-star level? It's easy. What separates from average starters in the NBA to all-stars is consistency, which is, all right, 43 points, we know you can do that. Now, my expectations going forward is, can he be a 15 to 20 point a night score? I think that should be the next goal. You know, can he be a consistent threat, 15 to 20 points a night? I think he can. I mean, obviously, there's other factors that contribute to that. But I think if you look at it, again, if you look at his offensive repertoire, his vision, his rebounding, you know, his his three-point shots coming along, you know, his, his drive games coming along, I mean, I think he can get there. So I, I definitely think that the next step for Denny is to become a 15 to 20 night, a, a point a night score. But again, there's a lot of factors, you know, with Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma on the team, obviously a lot of shot attempts between the two of those guys. I think that's one factor that could curb expectations of him getting 15 to 20 points a night. But we'll see because, again, I'm very high on him. So where do I grade Denny Avia for the midseason grade? I'm going to give him an A minus. Like I said, he's got things to work on, but he is breaking out offensively and is really, really looking good, man. I mean, he is really, he has finally arrived offensively and it's been really cool to see him develop his offensive game here in DC. So I'm giving him an A minus. I, I definitely think that there's things he needs to work on, but he's, he is now a weapon offensively and other teams are going to have to start to notice him, man. But my biggest thing with Denny is obviously outside of using his left hand and, you know, the time and place of arguing with officials, those things you need to work on. But consistency, you know, can he cons- string along these offensive performances on a consistent basis? And like I said, I would like to see him become a consistent source of points, whether it's 15 to 20 points a night. I think that is a realistic goal for Denny. So, again, I'm going to grade him an A-. minus. So, we're going to slide into Bilal Kulabali, a.k.a. B. Cool, next. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by Grammarly. So, did you guys know that 90% of Grammarly users report that Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing i'm a big time writer i'm actually i want to write a book down the line so i'm a big time writer whether it's sports or military history but i'm a big i write a lot so 
Grammarly has been big and has been a really key acquisition for me. Uh, Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. Their tone suggestions help you navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can save time with one click and go from editing drafts and hours to just seconds. That's a big thing. 93% of professionals using Grammarly Premium report that it helps them get more work done, which is a big thing for me, man, just cutting down on time. Um, Grammarly is the gold standard of responsible AI with 14 years of experience and just about every IT certification under the sun. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that helps your team make it to a point and move faster. So all you got to do to make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly is sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A. R-L-Y.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. And Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV and the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. So let's slide into my man Be Cool. Uh, Bilal Kulabali, and looking at Bilal, he is averaging 8.3 points a game, 1.7 assists, and 4.1 rebounds. So looking at the pros, obviously defense, he's a pest. Uh, defensively, he, I mean, he, his ability to steal, his ability to block, you know, his frame, the fact that he's 6'6 and still growing, man. As a defender, he's already he's already reached. I mean, in my opinion, down the line, I, I can definitely see him as an, an NBA all-defense guy. Because just like Denny, man, his defense is already on point. Now, offensively, obviously, there's a lot of things he needs to work on. Now, you see the potential offensively. You know, his ability to drive. Now, obviously, ball handling. You know, his dribble is a little too high down. He definitely needs to work on ball handling. Um, catch and release. You know, he definitely needs to work on positioning his body in the right places and getting that release faster, releasing the ball a lot faster. But you see the athleticism. You see the dog offensively. You know, dunking on people. You know, you see the drive. You see just that, that the athleticism is through the roof. Um, so obviously he has things to work on. And we knew that coming out the draft that he was going to be very raw offensively. Defensively, he's a dog. Offensively, it's going to take time for him to develop. But I'm trying to tell you guys, just like the situation with Denny, when he figures it out, we have found a, a, a diamond in the rough, in my opinion. We have found a star. I mean, Bilal Kulabali, man. I mean, and this future looks bright for me because – in the lineup with Denny and Bilal, two high defensive guys, man. When when he figures out his offense, this this foundation, this young foundation, is looking bright. I'm saying right now, I'm very high on Bilal Kulabali. Like I said, um, some people thought that the better pick was Cam Whitmore. Um, I, I like Cam Whitmore, you know, local guy. Um, but looking at Bilal Kulabali, I can see why they picked him. You know, we definitely hit on that pick because this kid is a pest, high energy guy athletic i mean just a, he's, he's so young man he's not even close to his prime and you see the potential with him and and again when he figures it out offensively he's gonna be a star is he's, he's scary good in my opinion because you just see the potential that's just oozing out of this kid man um so like i said between him and denny um the future is definitely bright for this team as far as our young foundation going forward in the rebuild man because two first round picks in this upcoming draft and you know the next couple of drafts after that high big name prospects coming out of that man so you know we hit on picks like we did on Bilal and Denny in my opinion the future is definitely bright in DC when it comes to building a young team who is ready to contend 
once we get to that point. Um, so you know, Bilal, man, his 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 offense will come along. But again, you see the potential with his offense. You know, you know, you see, you know, he's had moments where he's dunking on people. You know, he is athletic, he's got some, he's definitely got some hops, um, high IQ. I mean, but here's the thing, you know, and and that's why I say we we're talking about the many outlets in the NBA, you know, as far as college and you know, as far as playing overseas, you know, overtime elite in the G League. I mean, there's so many different options for guys coming to the league. And, and, you know, definitely he's going to have to be developed. You know, if you look at the fact he's so young, he didn't he, he didn't play too much at the highest level. You know, he was on, the, I believe, the below the 18 and below team. And then he worked his way up to playing with Wimby. So he's still very, very young. He has a long way to go as far as his basketball IQ um, in certain aspects of basketball, man. But the potential is just oozing out of this kid, man. And like I said, with him and Denny, man, I'm very, very excited with the team going forward. So where do I grade B cool, man? Um, I'm going to go ahead and grade him a B plus. Um, very raw offensively, but you see the potential. And when once his and keep and once he keeps working, and he will, you see the drive, you see the the, the work ethic with him and Denny, man. Um, and that's why I'm big on both him and Denny as far as you know the future being bright in DC because you see the work ethic. They're they're going to work on the game and Bilal with proper work. With proper training, um, once his offense f- becomes consistent, man, watch out because, in my opinion, he's going to be a star. So uh, we're going to move on to Corey Kispert, and we're going to talk about Johnny a little bit. Um, but before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by Nissan. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner? Our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. So there are three Nice models I'm um, to look at, but I'm going to talk about one. Um, so you do have the 2024 Nissan Rogue, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder, and the 2024 Nissan Armada. But I'm going to talk about the Pathfinder because I've always been a big Nissan Pathfinder guy. So the Nissan Pathfinder has room up to eight, which is big if you're a family guy like myself. An expansive cargo capacity, groceries and hunting trips or whatever you want to do. An advanced available 4x4 capability, which is key especially if you live on the East Coast. Uh, with 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds of towing, when adventure calls, the Pathfinder is there to answer. So, look, all you got to do is take the Nissan Pathfinder and go find your next adventure, big adventure, I'm trying to tell you. ShopNissanUSA.com. So, everybody, all right, let's, let's slide into Corey Kispert. And there's another question for you guys, man. We have, you know, as far as nicknames, man, we have Turbo for Denny. And we have Be Cool for Black Kulabali. Corey Kispert ain't got no nickname. So let's try to find a nickname for uh, for Corey Kispert, man. So they have to comment below. What is your best nickname for Corey Kispert? So let's slide into Corey Kispert. And we say we've said a lot about Denny Avia as far as his breakout campaign and how excited we are and how much potential is oozing from Black Kulabali. But we don't talk enough about Corey Kispert and, and how how good he can really be. Um, looking at Corey Kispert, he is averaging 12 points a game this year, 1.6 assists, and 2.5 rebounds. Now, the pros. Obviously, he's a sniper. You know, he is definitely a sniper. Now, does he need to be a little more consistent as far as his offensive output? Absolutely. But he's definitely a guy who can hit those big-time shots from the perimeter. Um, his cutting game, his driving game, um, the fact that he attacks the basket now. He is attacking the basket. His ball handling has gotten better. His defense has more effort. He has, uh, you can argue that not only Denny, but Corey Kispert is having a breakout campaign because there's really no cons. I mean, yeah, I mean, defensively, he's not going to be a stopper. But you see effort. You see a lot more effort and energy on the defensive end. Um, his ball handling has gotten better, which 
defensive ball handling were the two areas that he really needed to work on, and he has. Um, obviously, he's still that sniper, man. Um, his cutting game, his ability to cut the basket, and 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 people like Denny and Tyus are able to find him on cuts are big for this team. Um, his ability to drive the lane, drive the lane, and, and start dunking on folks. He's a lot more athletic than people give him credit for. So I definitely think that not only is Denny Avia going through a breakout campaign, Corey Kispert is going through a breakout campaign. I think that they need to definitely consider talking about an extension next year, in my opinion, because you need you need a shooter on your team, and especially a shooter who can create his own shot, a shooter who has high basketball IQ. And that's why I was just, you know, I was just previously talking about the many different avenues in the NBA, right? Um, you got college, you know, you have overseas, you have overtime elite in a lot of these programs and, and and programs and you have the G League, you know, um, the G League Ignite. That's another. But the hit, you know, and, there's, and I guess what I'm trying to say is there's many different avenues to the league and which one's best. It's, it's hard to say. But when you look at programs like Duke, North Carolina, Georgetown, Kansas, Gonzaga, you they produce high basketball IQ players. You know, Tyus Jones, man, you see the high basketball IQ with him. Why? He was he, he was coached by Coach K. I mean, you know, when you play for these iconic programs, you're being taught by legends, man. You know, you're 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 they're producing NBA ready players who have high level of basketball IQ. And when you look at Corey Kispert, when you look at players like Tyus Jones, um, they should they exhibit high level basketball IQ. And that's why I think that it's very I'm very excited to see what Corey Kispert can do. What is his, you know, and I asked you guys a question, what is the ceiling? Well, it's kind of along the lines of of Denny. Um, I want to see him get to 15 points a game. Now, right now, Corey Kisper is at 12. I like to see him become a consistent threat as far as scoring. Now, defensively, like I said, he has shown a lot more energy. Um, he's not a stopper, but that's definitely a step in the right direction for this team because you know you're seeing a lot more effort at on the defensive end for Corey Kisper, a lot more energy. But my next challenge for Corey is one more consistent offensive output. You know, he, he can be a little streaky, too. Just like, you know, and it, really all three of these guys that I just graded, you know, Bilal, Denny, and Corey, I charge all of them to be more consistent. You know, consistency is that level, you know, and that's why I said that what separates your average NBA starter from your all-stars and your top-level players? Consistency. You know, the difference between Otto Porter and a player like LeBron James is consistency. LeBron James, and obviously there's more than that. I ain't trying to, <laughs> I ain't sitting here trying to compare the two like they're close. And it is no shade and, and you know, disrespect to Otto Porter, man, because he does his job to perfection too as a role player. But it's consistency, you know, being that guy every night. And that's what I want to see from Denny, 15 to 20 points. I think he could be, definitely be a 15 to 20 points a night score. And Corey, and, uh, Corey Kisper, I'd like to see him rise that, um, raise that, that scoring average up to 15 points a night because I think that he can do it, man. I mean, so looking at the th- three guys right before we get into Johnny, man, because that's a whole another conversation. Um, the future is bright in D.C. The foundation is looking good because Corey Kispert and Denny Avia are breaking out this year. And they, they, I'm telling you, they're looking really good this year. And, and you know, in the case of Black Kulabali, obviously he's going to have to be developed offensively, but the defense is already there. So we have a foundation. Two first-round picks in the upcoming draft and Cooper Flag draft right after that. We have the ability to restock for the draft. And when it's time to get that trade or that free agent acquisition to push us into contender status, we'll be able to do so. But we have a foundation here in D.C. Corey Kisper, Denny Avia, and Black Kulabali, I'm telling you, are really, really, really attractive foundation going forward. And I'm really excited to see how good all of them can be. So definitely comment below. What is the next goal for Corey Kisper, in your opinion? So um, before we roll, let's talk about Johnny Davis, man. 
And like I said, I'm going to look at the stats real fast. They're not going to be the most sexy stats, obviously. And I'm not going to get into the intricate who is at blame or anything like that. Um, Looking at Johnny Davis, he is averaging 2.3 points a game. Lord. Um, 0.3 assists and almost a rebound a game. So Johnny Davis, a curious case of Johnny Davis. I'll say this. I'm not going to get into who's at fault, um, whether it's Johnny, whether he took advantage of playing time when he got it, whether it's the front office, whether it's Tommy Shepard or the new one, whether it's West Hussell Jr. or Brian Keith. I'm not going to get into who's blame, but I'll say this. You know, looking at him at Wisconsin, he was definitely a scorer. And he's definitely a guy who was a mid-range guy who could defend. Um, my opinion, when they tried to change him to a point guard, I thought that that was just a step in the wrong direction. And I don't know if he decided to change his shot mechanics, if the team decided to change his shot mechanics. Maybe they tried to tinker his shot to make him more of a three-point shooter. But here's the thing, he's not a three-point shooter. He's not. I mean, if you look at his shot at Wisconsin, it was more of a fluid shot. And he, I mean, yeah, he he shot 36% his last year at Wisconsin. But then he only attempted one to two three-pointers a game. So he's not a three-point shooter, man. Um, if he's a mid-range guy. He's a scorer. And even if you look at him as a scorer, he's not a guy who's going to blow past anybody. He's definitely a guy who's going to work more. He's going to rely more on footwork and finesse to, to provide himself those scoring opportunities and not speed because he's not a guy who's going to blow past anybody. So I thought that they should have worked through his strengths, which is his mid-range game, his defense, and 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 – that should have been the part of the game where they should have really focused on. He's not a point guard. He's not a three-point shooter. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what their vision is for him going forward because even if you look at it from a confidence standpoint, I mean, his confidence is shot. So we'll see, man. I mean, I don't really know because, um, like I said, I've asked um, – not only have I asked Weston Sill Jr. what his vision was going forward for Johnny Davis, but new interim coach – Brian Keith, and really, I've gotten the same answer, and, and I don't know if it's a mandate from the front office, but I just I, you cannot really pinpoint what their vision is for him going forward because he's not getting consistent minutes, and he's bouncing back and forth between the, the Wizards and the Go Go. It's just for the tenth overall pick, I think we're at the point where we have to start admitting to ourselves we missed on that pick, and it's not on Johnny, man. I mean, it's just so many different ways to look at it. Who's really at fault? I mean, it's just, it's, I guess we can all agree that it's a very unfortunate situation. You got a young guy who just 10th overall pick. He's just a non-factor. So, you know, we'll see um, in the second half if he gets consistent minutes. I think that with the departure of DeLon Wright, you definitely got to try to find Johnny Davis some minutes, man, and see what you got in Johnny Davis and see whether he's going to be an asset here in D.C. or on another team. But you got to start seeing what you have and Johnny Davis. So uh, we're going to go ahead and roll there. I definitely appreciate you guys, man, uh, rocking with me tonight. Um, to kind of summarize, oh, real quick, where do I judge, um, where do I grade? And I don't think I did a grade for Corey Kisper. I'm going to give him an A. And uh, as far as Johnny Davis, I'm not even going to grade him, man. I'm going to give him an incomplete because I, his sample size is too small. I, it's just I can't really even grade him. So to kind of summarize real quick, um, Denny Avial got an A minus, Black Kulabali got a B plus, and I'm giving Corey Kisper an A, and Johnny Davis got an incomplete. So definitely comment below. Let me know what would you guys, where would you guys grade these three guys, man, or these four guys? Where would you grade these guys at the midseason point? So I definitely want to appreciate you guys, man. Um, rocking with me, man, making Lockdown was your first listen every single day. And don't forget that Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's available on Amazon Fire TV and the free Fire TV channels app. 
Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. So, again, I appreciate you guys, man. I um, hope everybody had a blessed and safe weekend. And hail to the Wizards and peace. See you guys next time.